statements made on the Dr. Peter DeVette live radio show have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Products mentioned on the Dr. Peter DeVette live radio show are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Information given by the host or co-host are the opinions of the speakers and are not intended as medical advice. Information on this show is not a substitute for medical advice and is strictly for educational purposes. Please seek the advice of your primary physician before starting anything new or following educational advice or opinions. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. It's time to find out about your health and get your medical questions answered. Some of the topics we'll be discussing today include why America is facing a health care disaster, what the root causes are of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic paradigm, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness, and how to read your own body like a book. The most effective medicine is to invest in wellness and live a holistic lifestyle. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. DeVette. And good afternoon, everyone. It's uh, great to be with you. This is uh, Dr. Peter DeVette uh, Live uh, with you today on this beautiful Friday. And you're in the studio with me, the lovely, <coughs> beautiful Deirdre Clark. Hello. <laughs> Deirdre, thank you for <coughs> joining me today. Uh, we're going to be talking about oxygen, the miracle nutrient. And uh, do you know it was a nutrient? <laughs> Let's see. I had chemistry after lunch, so I, <laughs> no, I probably didn't. That probably wasn't on the forefront there. Uh, you know, most people don't think of oxygen as a nutrient. They just take oxygen for granted. You know, so but oxygen is, you know, is um, you know, oxygen is the most important nutrient that we need in our bodies you know, in order to love and in order to heal. So if you think about it, you know, um, how long can you live without food? Do you have any idea? Um, isn't it like, what, 14 days? 11 uh, to 14? Uh, longer, longer than that, really? probably. Well, well it, it um, depends. No, I can't do that. And there are Sorry. people that have lived for an entire year without food. Um, and apparently there's a group in, in Australia, sun, uh, sun worshippers or something, you know, they, they drink the sun. I don't know exactly how that all okay. plays out, but, but they, they feed off the sun. But, um, but now the, the average length lifespan, you know, if you're not eating at all, getting no nutrients in your body, you know, is a minimum of 40 days or so, you know, if you're well fed before that. Now, what's the maximum amount of time that you can go without water and still survive? Seven. As, as they would say, it depends. It depends on, you know, weather, environment, everything is, you know, if you're, um, if you're in a hot climate, then, uh, Three. then you know, <laughs> 24 hours might be it. Uh, or less, <clears throat> but if you're, you know, if you're in a, you know, ideal environment with ideal temperature controls, 
you know, there are people that have gone as long as two to three weeks without water and somehow survive. Um, <clears throat> so that's a long time. But typically, you know, three to seven days is about the maximum. So how about oxygen? How long can you live without any oxygen? <laughs> Functionally live? Um, I mean, without oxygen, the brain pretty much shuts down. So, I mean, you can be kept alive on a machine, I suppose, but... No, no oxygen, so... No oxygen. No oxygen at all if somebody you know, strangles somebody else oh, or okay. they cut off the air supply uh, to the body in the brain. 45 seconds to a couple minutes? Well, that, that'll that uh, cause unconsciousness. Um, you know, if somebody cuts off your air for, you know, two minutes. Um, but death would, would, death would incur within about five minutes. So we can live for about five minutes with no oxygen being delivered to the the critical organs. Now you know the most most common way that that happens is if the heart starts pump, stops pumping. So, like for instance, if somebody you know has a myocardial infarction or a severe arrhythmia, um, but you know, there's different ways that oxygen supply is compromised to the body. So it can be cardiovascular, it can be respiratory. And, you know, respiratory, we think of, you know, the, the lungs, you know, the lung, what, what, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I, I just love the accent, the respiratory. Uh, you're you're, 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 you're uh, laughing at my South African accent. Is that what you're doing? Well, <laughs> I, technically I wasn't laughing. <laughs> just giggling. Yeah, I, I, I saw was, you. I, I saw you. <laughs> so here in America they say what respiratory is that respiratory respiratory Ooh, okay so you see I've been here for for a long time and I still haven't gotten that one down <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> and you've been in Texas <laughs> yeah so so respiratory <clears throat> when you when you uh, <laughs> when you think about it you know there's you know the lung membranes there's the you know the the airways and then <clears throat> there's the muscles so if you're compromised on any one of those you know so the membranes if they're too thick you know if you have fibrosis of the lungs that'll comp compromise you know respiratory <clears throat> track you know exchange of oxygen into the bloodstream um, if you have emphysema you have breakdown of the you know the little air pockets inside the lungs that normally you know are there that massively increases the the actual you know um, space or the the actual footage of available you know lung surface surface so when you have an emphysema you know that you know that what we call the alveoli breakdown now and then you have muscles so if the muscles are compromised and you cannot use your chest to breathe or your diaphragm and then the, the next one is um, the airways so if you have asthma or you have an obstruction you know if you have uh, food lodged in your airway you know somebody chokes you any of those 
you know, can compromise air intake, you know, or, you know, letting air out. So asthmatics, for instance, often have a hard time breathing out, and they start trapping air in the lungs. And if it's very severe, then it's compromised both ways, you know, where they can't breathe in or out, you know, and that can be fatal. So, you know, so we don't want to mess with conditions that affect oxygenation. But I will tell you something else about oxygen. It is also the most neglected nutrient in the human body. So of all the nutrients, number one, and just like you did just now, you don't even think of it as a nutrient. But on top of that, physicians, even the medical community, is oblivious to oxygen most of the time. So, so if you think about, um, you know, what all the body does to stay alive, virtually every function in the body is dependent on oxygen. So, um, of course, you get different types of metabolism. You get aerobic and anaerobic metabolism. Do you know the difference between those two? I'm sure I took a test on that somewhere and that I probably should know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, anaerobic <clears throat> means no air. So, in other words, you don't need oxygen for metabolism. So there's certain, for instance, your muscles can, you know, function for a little while without oxygen <clears throat> or minimal oxygen by, you know, um, you know, through different uh, pathways, mm-hmm. you know, where sugar breaks down into lactic acid. That's why when you run real fast and you exercise, you don't do that, do you? <laughs> Not unless someone's chasing me. <laughs> no. Well, then you probably don't ha- need your anaerobic metabolism very much. <laughs> but, but if you <clears throat> sprint or, you know, <clears throat> or um, r- run or swim fast, or any, anything that you do fast <laughs> might kick you into anaerobic metabolism short term. So that only gives you an energy, energy for, you know, short burst, and then you have to go back to aerobic in order to burn that up. You know, so, so aerobic, you know, for instance, the lactic acid that builds up in your tissues, if you get enough oxygen into the tissues, then that'll break down, you know, and the body will make energy from from that. So, but if you have uh, excessive anaerobic metabolism, then you know you can get very sore and very stiff, and you know that also contributes to to uh, to inflammation. So, but regardless, you know oxygen is necessary for you know for every function in the body virtually, including the function of the muscles. You know your ability to um, to walk, move around breathe. It's also critical for detox pathways. So you don't get enough oxygen to your liver and to your kidneys, you know, it's hard to detox, you know, effectively. So so that that's also you know important for for us to remember. So now we're gonna be talking today about oxygen as a nutrient and it's it's extraordinary importance. So we're starting with, you know, discussion of you know the causes of deficiencies. But there's another reason why oxygen you know, cannot be used, and that is if the body is too acidic. So we're going to talk about acid-alkaline balance here in a moment, 
And uh, we're going to talk about various wonderful, amazing oxygen therapies. So, um, again, for those of you listening, we are broadcasting here from Tyler, Texas. Uh, you're at QHI Wellness, Quantum Healing Institute in Tyler. And our number is 903-939-2069. 903-939-2069. And our website is uh, QHI Wellness, Quantum Healing Institute, QHIWellness.com. So um, you might consider getting a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. It has a whole bunch of information also on oxygen, among other things. In, in fact, an entire chapter. We'll be right back after this break. Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She's a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of WooHoo Inc., and the WooHoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Again, uh, talking about oxygen, the miracle nutrient. So... Uh, so, Deirdre, um, you know, we talked about 
oxygen and the importance of it. Yeah, one of the one of the keys to getting enough oxygen into the body is to have an alkaline body. So, um, you know, your alkaline acid balance, or acid alkaline balance, very, very important in this equation. So it's not just the amount of oxygen that you are exposed to, that you breathe in, that gets into your lungs, that gets into, you know, the alveoli, there's no pockets of air in the lungs, but then how much is absorbed into the bloodstream, and even then, that doesn't define it completely, because now it binds, oxygen binds to, you know, it's carried to the tissues by, by what? what? What carries the oxygen from the lungs to the tissues? Blood. There's little cells. The, little <laughs> the red ones. The little red cells. Yeah, the red blood cells. The red blood corpuscles. <clears throat> so red blood cells have a nutrient called uh, hemoglobin, or not a nutrient, but a, it is, I guess, a... Uh, a molecule called hemoglobin in them, mm-hmm. and hemoglobin has an iron core, uh, so it's the you know the cofactor, uh, the mineral that is critical for binding oxygen. That's why when people become iron deficient, they they don't make enough red blood cells, or the red blood cells get smaller and smaller, and then you know the red blood cells cannot bind oxygen effectively. But even when the red blood cells bind oxygen, now it has to be delivered to the tissues. So what do you think happens when the body's real acid? So if the, say for instance you have a muscle that's real, um, you know, been worked to exhaustion, it's got lactic acid buildup big time in it, or you know, some other form of inflammation, other reason for inflammation, and, um, and becomes very acid. What do you think happens to the delivery of oxygen into that tissue? It's probably not as effective. I, I would think it would break down. The tissue would be broken down and I would almost like a non-permeable barrier like to get the oxygen to the tissue. Well, it, it just won't be released from the red blood cells. So when you don't, when you have acid environment, if the bloodstream is acid or you know, the blood goes into acid tissues, mm-hmm. it is hard for the hemoglobin to let go of, release the oxygen into that tissue. So so, so there's actually a release <coughs> equation, you know, that's, that's connected to the amount of acidity, you know, in tissues or alkalinity. So the more alkaline we are in general, <coughs> of course there's extremes on both sides. So you can be too alkaline, and that's, and that's not good, because if you're too alkaline, then you cannot pick up the oxygen, even though it's delivered well, you know, to the tissues. But if you're too acid, you're picking up the oxygen, but it's not released effectively or efficiently into the tissues, and then you get more acidity. So you get a vicious cycle of more acidity, because they, if there's not enough oxygen, then it, the tissues kick into what we just talked about, anaerobic metabolism and anaerobic metabolism you get more acids forming at a very high rate making the tissues locally more acid and eventually the whole body more acid you know as that spills into the bloodstream and so so it's kind of like a catch twenty two. you need to be alkaline to get the oxygen into the tissues <clears throat> but then you need enough oxygen to become alkaline 
you know, so, so that you don't break down, so you don't form so much lactic acid and other metabolic acids uh, in the system. So, um, so there's a balance. Yeah. So, what 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 factors can you think of that contributes to that alkaline acid balance too? What what makes you more alkaline besides oxygen? Hmm. Water. How about that? <laughs> Hydration. Hydration. So when you when you get dehydrated, you know your body cannot flush out the acidic toxins or the metabolic acids, and it gets entrapped in the system and builds up. So enough water intake is critical. Now, you know, what is the natural pH of water? Do you know, does pure water, if it's distilled, has no minerals in it, you know, is it acid or alkaline? Actually, non-alkaline. Non-alkaline. That's acid. Yeah. <laughs> the other one. The other one. <laughs> the other one. So, so when there's no minerals, and minerals actually gives water its alkalinity. <clears throat> so when water has minerals in it, it's more alkaline or more likely to be slightly alkaline. Although most of the time it's neutral. So if you look at the vast majority of waters that are sold over the counter in bottles, they're neutral. You know, or very close to neutral. Now, there's some companies that make uh, alkaline water, um, and that's mainly because of the mineral content. Now, you can alkalinize water in other ways. But the interesting thing about alkaline water, too, is it carries more oxygen. So if you alkalinize water and <clears throat> you infuse it, for instance, with ozone or oxygen, just bubble oxygen through it, then it holds more <clears throat> oxygen. This also applies to lakes and streams, and you know. So, if you have a pond in your backyard, and you know the pond water gets very acidic, it won't hold on to oxygen, and so the fish in it will die. Um, you know, if you have alkaline water, slightly alkaline water, holds holds on to oxygen better. So. So if it's highly acidic, it's not hydrating at all. Well. It's, you know, distilled water has a slight negative pH or slight acid pH. Not very much, just very slight. Okay. But so that water still penetrates. But the more alkaline it is, the better and the faster it penetrates. So, you know, the flushing effect of water, cleaning out the system so you can get better oxygenation, you know, of the tissues, better nutrient exchange and all that, you know, that is, you know, happens more readily if, if the water that you're consuming, uh, you know, is more alkaline. What if water, I mean, let's say bottled water, um, what about exposure and time? I mean, does that change it at all? Bottled water? How do you mean exposure? Mm, like exposure let's to... Let's say a case of bottled water is left in a warehouse and it's warm. The temperature is... Yeah. Yeah. Warm, or it's been exposed to the sun, or well, the one thing that you would get is a lot of plastic toxicity from that water. So, you know, so high temperatures cause more leaching of plastics into the water. Um, I'm not sure if it will change that pH, 
but you know certainly is going to harm you because of the plasticizers. That's why it's better if you can to get you know a water filter at home, filter your own water, and you know store it in glass bottles. We carry it around in glass bottles. You get these little portable glass bottles now that has a, a plastic uh, cover. protector cover. Uh, I mean, you can still see through the holes. It's it's glass, mm -hmm. and that's that's a good uh, option. There's also certain <coughs> BPA-free uh, plastic containers, um, like the one that I have right in front of me. Um, <coughs> that you know is uh, acceptable. Still plastic. Still some potential leaching of chemicals. So still not as good as doing yeah and now some people do steel you know and that that can reach out to so back to oxygen um, now what diseases and conditions we you know are linked to low oxygen so if you think about all the diseases out there what which ones are linked to you know manifest with uh, decreased oxygen in the tissues um, or associated with correlate with lo low oxygen in the tissues. What about um, immune deficiency diseases that are affected by the immune system? Yeah, so autoimmune diseases, infections. So um, when there's not enough oxygen in the system, <clears throat> more likely to have infections. Uh, yeah, we talked about the lung diseases already, but they can cause the low oxygen. But low oxygen can also make them worse. So it's kind of, again, a, a vicious cycle. Uh, but <clears throat> diabetes, heart disease, cancer, every illness that you can think of virtually, there's a component of that illness <clears throat> that also relates to oxygen. So you can almost uh, speculate that, you know, virtually anybody with any illness would benefit from oxygen therapies. You know, so there's different reasons why different illnesses contribute to oxygen deficiency. <clears throat> but if you think about a heart disease, for example, if you have a, a blood vessel that shuts down, you know, to a part of the heart, then there's no oxygen being delivered to that part of the heart. And that part of the heart then, not the whole body, but that particular part will start dying <clears throat> and getting injured. Now, if you can somehow get oxygen right back to those tissues, even if there's not decent blood flow, you can actually salvage or save most of that heart. You know, so that's why when they do CPR on somebody, they slap them on oxygen right away, right from the get-go, you know, no matter what age. So, so again, we're going to be going to a break. When we come back, we're going to be, you know, talking about some of these interventions. You know, how do we get more oxygen into the body? Into the body? You know, we, we touched on some things already, you know, dehydration, you know, and, you know, we're going to talk about nutrients that uh, help facilitate that. But uh, again, if you want to contact us, number here at QHI Wellness is 903-939-2069. Our website is uh, QHIWellness.com. QHIWellness.com. My book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life. Transform Your Health is a valuable resource for those that really want to focus on getting healthy. We'll be right back after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. 
Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Boost your life force and enhance your health today with Life Force Naturals. This product is a superb combination of all natural super green foods, berries and herbs that contain the entire spectrum of vitamins and minerals, and much, much more. Packed with chlorophyll, enzymes, vitamins, minerals, plant-based antioxidants, fiber, and a powerhouse of therapeutic herbal components, Life Force Naturals may also help you detox by optimizing liver, kidney, and gut function, giving you antioxidant protection, help reduce inflammation, help your immune system, your resistance against cancer, and your protection against heart disease. Life Force Naturals also has antifungal, antibacterial, and antiviral properties. Life Force Naturals, a cut above any commercially available multi-nutrient combination. To order your bottle of Life Force Naturals, call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or shop online at shophealthybody.com. This is the Tokinet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Get rid of disease-causing inflammation today with Flamaway, presented to you by DeVette Wellness. Flamaway is made up of a superb combination of inflammation-fighting herbs, including turmeric, ginger, boswellia, resveratrol, and bromelain. Inflammation is the mechanism by which most pain in the body springs forth, and it's a central component of most disease creation in the human body. Flamaway reduces inflammation and often pain, and contributes to better heart and blood vessel health and immune system function. Also, great for many with arthritis, headaches, and back pain, sore muscles, sports injuries, and any conditions involving inflammation. If you're a victim of inflammation, get your supply of Flamaway today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or go online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. On Toginet.com, he'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeBette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeBette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeBette Live. Uh, the Adroid Clock here in the studio with me. We're talking about oxygen, the miracle nutrient. So it is truly an amazing molecule, you know, and um, not only do you get oxygen, but you also get super oxygen. Uh, You know what super oxygen is? Big oxygen. (laughs) Big oxygen. (laughs) Oxygen with a cape. uh, Oxygen with a cape, yeah. There you go. Superhero, Superman oxygen. It's O3. So O3 is super uh, super oxygen, and um, you know it has some very very unique therapeutic benefits, in spite of you know the FDA and its decla- declarations about uh, 12 14 years ago that you know ozone is you know well I'll I'll, I'll tell you more in context what they said, and uh, you know so quite ag- aggravating the tremendous ignorance that we have in our country related to so many things. But you had a question about oxygen <clears throat> that I wanted to address real quickly for um, you know, for our audience. Well, my, my question on whether it's 
basically fact or fiction. Some I've heard older people speak about certain cancers and diseases that were probably present before but weren't present until they, I mean, did not present themselves until they had another surgery and they say the quote-unquote air hit the the tumor or hit the disease and that's when it became cancer and that's when it started to spread and that's when it grew, that it being exposed to air gave it life to... Yeah, so, you know, that's, that's definitely, I've heard that that story and I used to believe that you know I used to think well you know uh, you put a open something up you know it's exposed to the air because I had heard the stories from people that said you know I was fine until they did the prostate biopsy you know and then you know open that up and sure as heck you know that the cancer follows three months later or the woman with you know a breast biopsy you know for a scary lump and it's benign but three months later, she's diagnosed with full-blown breast cancer, you know, and um, the, the, you know, the biopsy is blamed, or the oxygen exposure. But here's the thing. It's not oxygen. Oxygen is actually anti-cancer in its effects. So when we talked about aerobic and anaerobic metabolism, you know, anaerobic, God bless you, by the way, <laughs> You need some blessings here next to me. So, <laughs> so, so, can, uh, so anaerobic metabolism is correlated with, with increased risk of cancer. So if you have a, a compromised area of the body where blood flow is not very good, like a swollen prostate or a uh, toxic, toxin-filled breast, you know, or a swollen ovary you know, or testicles. So is oftentimes swelling and congestion that happens in an organ before it becomes cancerous. So, and what ha what's happening in those organs is there's a decreased oxygen supply, decreased oxygen delivery into those tissues. And we already talked about buildup of lactic acid and so forth. So, you know, vicious cycle that happens. So the swollen prostate gets even bigger because it's cutting off its own blood supply and and so forth. So what really is, happens though, when you get a biopsy done, like a needle biopsy into a thyroid nodule or a prostate or, you know, a breast and so forth, there's local swelling that gets even worse. So now when you've opened up that breast, you know, there's more swelling in the tissues as you try to put it together again because it's been traumatized. Traumatized tissue, you know, tends to have some problems with swelling. And some of that can also include, you know, decreased blood supply, oxygen delivery, short term, and, um, you know, and more and high risk of infection, which also acidifies tremendously. So, so for instance, when you put a biopsy into a prostate from a rectum, you know, through the mucous membranes, you know, that is correlated with, with you know, with, with swelling as well. So, so in, in the case of prostate cancer, I think there is proof that there's an increased risk of prostate cancer after biopsies. 
That's what cancer screening do. You know, you're looking for the cancer. Now, are we actually causing cancer in the process? You know, we've been asking that for four decades about mammograms. You know, you X-ray a breast every year for half a woman's life, and yeah, you know, you're likely to get a higher risk of cancer, and it's also being shown than if you don't. You know, there's other ways to look at tissues. For instance, a breast, you know, thermography is an option. Gives you also early warning system. Even though, you know, American Cancer Association and, you know, AMA and so forth, they don't recognize thermography as a valid, you know, um, diagnostic tool for breast cancer. But it's certainly a great tool for evaluating the change in blood flow patterns, which is correlated with increased risk of cancer and so forth. So, you know, that those are questions that we need to ask. So it's a great question that you asked about that. So if you get a biopsy, you know, then you want to do what you can to heal that wound as quickly as possible. One of the things that I do in my office is uh, scar treatments and also treating, you know, trauma after either medical or non-medical induced trauma. You know, so again, to help those tissues heal as quickly as possible. And then there's another component that's hugely important that we forget. And that's the emotional realm. So what happens when somebody, you know, has a scary lump in their breast and they're having to wait two weeks, but, you know, somebody says, oh, this might be cancer. Your mammogram was abnormal. You know, so we're going to wait two weeks to take that biopsy. You're going to sit there, you know, shaking your boots for two weeks, and then they're going to open up your breast. They're going to take the biopsy. You're going to have, you know, scar. There's a huge psychological aspect to this, or angle to this, where, you know, we talk about the conflict of the diagnosis. It's not just a definitive diagnosis, but it's the possibility. What happens in your mind? You know, and somebody's, you know, some people are cavalier. They're not scared of cancer, no matter what. As a matter of fact, if somebody walked up to them and said, you have cancer, they would give them, probably give them the middle finger. Say, up yours, Charlie, or if I do, I'm going to clear it, and it's not a problem. For most of us, though, most people, you know, there's a trepidation, there's a tremendous... um, uh, you know, paradigm, negative paradigm linked to that word, that six-letter word. So when there's even a question of, you know, you might have cancer, and we're going to biopsy you, and we're going to make you wait, you know, uh, two weeks to get the biopsy, and then another week for the pathology report to come back, you know, while you're uh, thinking about your dead aunt, your dead grandmother who died from breast cancer, and how awful that was, you know, all of that's running through your mind. That becomes a massive conflict of the diagnosis, prognosis, <clears throat> and that, you know, that leads to, you know, uh, a download. And if uh, for those of you that have listened to me before and that know anything about recall healing, this is worth, <clears throat> you know, spending some time understanding, getting to understand, you know, whether through my book Heal Thyself, transform your life, transform your health, or through. Um, and Dr. Renaud's book, Gilbert Renaud, Recall Healing, Pyramid of Health, that has all the diseases listed, including all the cancers, and what the programs are, the conflicts linked to them, not just the 
the trauma that we're talking about now, you know, the conflict of the diagnosis, prognosis, but also what was the original program or conflict that brought about that uh, malignancy that's a core part of why pathology happens. You know, so, so if we deal with, you know, just imagine a world where we deal with patients right from the get-go to figure out what their programs are, to figure out what's going on in terms of their oxygenation, their nutrients, and so forth, before we even declare them as, you know, having this horrific illness. We're not uh, saying live in ignorance, but I'm saying, you know, sometimes when I have a patient come to me and, and they're very concerned about, you know, family history of a disease, before we run a whole bunch of tests to, you know, chase down a possible diagnosis, we go ahead and we clean up, help them clean up their systems, improve their health, and oftentimes that means getting them on oxygen. So here's the thing. What is optimal in oxygen? What is normal? When what is sub-normal? You know, where do you want your oxygen to be? So in this last section, we're going to talk about, you know, specific, you know, about that, but then also, again, more detail about specific strategies. What about ozone? How about hyperbaric oxygen? Hyperbarics, you know, phenomenal tool for certain conditions and treating certain conditions. You know, EVOT, exercise with oxygen therapy. If you have cancer, if you have heart disease, you know, if you have autoimmune disease, that's a phenomenal tool. It's exercising while breathing 100% oxygen, you know, for short bursts. Like five minutes on, five minutes off. Um, you do that for about 30 minutes. And it's, you know, again, exercise, exercise with oxygen therapy. And, uh, and just, you know, watch yourself blow and go. It is actually pretty extraordinary. There's also remedies that you can take by mouth that improve your oxygenation. One is called ASEA, A-S-E-A. It is a liquid. It works through the skin or it works orally. Um, and it's a phenomenal tool. So... More if you want more information on ASEA, it's a redox molecule. Then I've done a radio show. It's a few years back. I need to do another one soon. But it is a, it's a fantastic tool for improved oxygenation, hydration, uh, body repair, increases uh, glutathione production by 800%, and SOD production by 600%. So, again, for more information, call 903-939-2069 or go to our website, uh, qhiwellness.com and we will be right back after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? 
Having healthy joints should be a given for most people, even those older in age. There's nothing that says you should settle for anything less than strong, healthy joints. DeVette Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula contains powerful nutrients like glucosamine, which is scientifically proven to help joints heal. A powerhouse of additional herbs and nutrients including MSN, boswellia, ginger root, horsetail extract, and hyaluronic acid that makes this a phenomenal combination in helping support joint health. Help your body rebuild cartilage, reduce joint swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with the Vet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of comprehensive joint formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go online to shophealthybody.com. Frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms? Sluggish or missing gallbladder? Gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out DeVette Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein. If your stomach feels too acidic for step one, then do step two first. Step two is a product called Glutagenics, which contains aloe, licorice root, and L-glutamine. Take charge of your digestive health today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Uh, Deidre talk here in uh, the studio with me at QHI Wellness. Uh, she's a an expert coach, a life coach. Does also uh, does colonics. Is fixing to um, open a colonics clinic here in Tyler, which we're very excited about, and uh, <clears throat> hope to see that up and running one of these days, so we can get everybody cleaned out. Yeah. And Ever. you said fixing to just like a Texan. That's right. I, I I do. I have learned a little bit of Texan. Yeah, and just uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> slips in every every now and then. <laughs> so you you um, you know we we're going to talk in this last uh, fifteen minutes about therapies. You know different therapies. We we briefly pointed to EVOT exercise with oxygen therapy. Um, absolutely amazing way to increase oxygen, almost like um, as if you're doing hyperbaric oxygen. You know, then there's hyperbaric oxygen chamber. You know, so when would you consider hyperbarics? Now, hyperbarics is used in conventional medicine as well as in integrative medicine, but in conventional medicine, they use it for gangrene, you know, treating, uh, you know, infections in the limbs, wounds that won't heal, um, you know, surgical wounds, uh, diabetics who have poor circulation like to mm, yeah, and foot ulcers, you know, that kind of thing, toes that won't heal. So um, 
that makes a tremendous difference, you know, in healing. But in integrative medicine, it is also used to speed up the healing after certain traumas. So, you know, somebody is traumatized, you know, car accident, whatever, and they have a lot of tissue damage, hyperbarics is great for speeding up that recovery. People that have had, you know, injury of the heart, like heart attacks, or people that have had a stroke, you know, um, even 20 years after a stroke, you would think, well, you know, they have improved as much as they can, but you do hyperbarics with them, you will find that they improve another, you know, few notches, because they are, you know, they're, they're brain cells that are not dead, but they're also not functioning properly, and hyperbarics helps to kick in those, same thing in the heart, you know, you'll think, okay, well, somebody's 10 years out from a heart attack, you know, they, they're, they've improved as much as they will. Now, you can do some extraordinary things with EVOT, for example, or hyperbarics to further enhance the function of the cells that were injured but not killed. And you can, uh, you know, make a scar less impactful in the heart. So, um, of course, exercise has its own unique benefits when it comes to exercise. Um, you know, so, you know, or when it comes to the heart. So when you exercise, you're working out your heart as well. And even a damaged heart, you know, will respond to that as long as the dam damage is not, you know, t excessive. And then there's, um, there's also um, IV and rectal and, you know, subdermal and transdermal and, you know, ozone. So when you think about super oxygen, ozone, O3, it is an amazing substance. Now, unfortunately, as I said, there's lots of ignorance in our society, especially in America, regarding ozone. In fact, the FDA had the most ridiculous warning in the middle of another completely unrelated deal to say that ozone was a dangerous substance and has no place in the treatment of human beings. Now, what they were actually talking about in that article was uh, ozone in the air, you know, like the ozone air cleaners. But, you know, it is often used to persecute physicians in America by using the it out of context, you know, and, you know, so so that's something, you know, that, that we have to deal with here uh, in this country. But there's over 20,000 physicians worldwide that use ozone. It is widely used in a country like Cuba where they don't have much resources and have to do things very, very inexpensively. And we have learned a tremendous amount from the Cubans in spite of their political issues and the lack of freedom and all that. You know, it's amazing to see what they have accomplished as far as longevity, st stats and all that, overall health stats, you know, because of how they approach the treatment of illness. And they love, you know, ozone therapies. Um, you know, so we do a program here called Healing the Eye, uh, treating macular degeneration and glaucoma, cataracts, and so forth. And we also use, you know, the same program strategy, similar but not exactly the same in every way, to treat a wide variety of illnesses, you know, ALS, you know, and we support those patients to, um, you know, to stay viable, and we see you know, improvements in in cases there 
we also see that in you know with migraine headaches and with diabetes and with hypertension and, and with cardiovascular diseases you know we do you know some some extraordinary support therapies that you know that again help you know to maximize the function of those organs and um, you know of course we do it in conjunction with conventional medicine we always give people the conventional options first but um, you know, sometimes they are sticklers for wanting to be do <clears throat> do natural mm-hmm. and one of the the drugs that compromise there's a lot of drugs that compromise oxygen delivery to the tissues and one of them is the statin drugs so the statin drugs weaken the heart muscle now this is very very clearly been shown and especially after five years or more you see gradual weakening not just of the heart muscles but the muscles in general so many people complain that they are <clears throat> much more easily fatigued that they are weaker you know that they can't think straight when they take statin drugs. So that compromises CoQ10. CoQ10 is a critical nutrient for oxygen usage in making energy. So if you don't have enough CoQ10, you cannot make energy. And even if you had enough oxygen available to you, you can't use it you know, for more energy. So that's, you know, ozone is given, or super oxygen as I like to call it, given in many, many different ways, any way you can think of. You can even breathe, eat, breathe it, but it has to be bubbled through olive oil, you know, so you don't get the direct ozone because you cannot breathe ozone directly. It has to be percolated through olive oil. <clears throat> you get those activated oxygen, um, oxygenated fatty acid particles that help to, you know, in the alleviation of symptoms of the chest, you know, infections and so forth. So what about like the, like when you see in airports and different places in larger cities, they have oxygen bars and they have the scented oxygen that smells like something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bubble gum. I, I but the, are those beneficial at all or are they dangerous or? No, those are great. You know, it just shows you how popular oxygen is becoming, you know, Japan now <clears throat> and places like. Chicago, New York, you know, and so forth. You go to bars now, and with your drink, you get to uh, breathe oxygen, you know, and, you know, in a city, you know, I bet it's very popular in Beijing because it's such a horribly polluted city, you know, and Shanghai, you know, I guess it's getting a little bit cleaner there. But but oxygen bars or uh, Tokyo, you know, Tokyo is just very popular because it's in but for more energy, if you want to boost your energy, you know, breathe some oxygen. That's why they're you in know? airports. When people traveling, they yeah, yeah. So get a, get a burst of now you bubble answer. gum scented oxygen, <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, yeah, so, scented oxygen. <laughs> hopefully a nice nice smell in that oxygen. Yeah, this, uh, but rectal ozone. Yeah, uh, ozone can be given rectally. It can even be mixed with blood, given intravenously as what's called major autohemotherapy. It can even be combined with um, <clears throat> procaine and other injectables and becomes pro prolozone therapy. So okay. to reset joints, reset tissues in the body. You know, so um, myriad uses for oxygen. Now, you had an interesting question earlier about something that I wanted to answer quickly. About yawning? 
that I was, as a child, I was always told that yawning meant you were trying to get oxygen to your brain. Well, you know, and and that's what I always thought. It's like, okay, you know, I'm I oxygen deficient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sleepy, you know, lack of oxygen. What it really is, it's the brain's way to try and improve concentration. So if you watch kids that are trying to concentrate, you'll see <clears throat> that they start yawning more because that's, you know, the mechanism that they're using to wake up. So, so they do, yawning does increase oxygen <clears throat> delivery to the brain, uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're oxygen deficient. But fatigue is also associated with yawning. So if you're trying to increase your energy to make it through, then you'll yawn more as well. So uh, yawning can also be a, a sign that you know, you, you're compromising your oxygen. So if you have excessive yawning when it's inappropriate, then you want to check oxygen levels, and you especially want to do a sleep study to see what happens at night. So sleep apnea, you know, often leads to a large amount of increased, uh, you know, uh, yawning during the daytime because you don't get enough sleep. You know, you're, you're constantly fighting, you know, that lack of being able to breathe properly. You know, so, so it's a fascinating thing. So, folks, if you want to stay healthy, Know your oxygen number, yep. not just during the day, but if you're 55 or older, or you know any history of snoring, any history of, you know of uh, obesity, chronic fatigue, um, you know dementia, memory problems, heart problems, lung problems, cancer, you name it, any of the chronic illnesses, get your oxygen, get a nighttime study for oxygen, and get on a concentrator. Very very simple, uh, concentrator can make a world of difference. You know. And you build it up, start low, you know, you have to have a prescription for that. There are other ways, though, to, to do oxygen that may not need prescription. So contact us for more information, 903-939-2069. Uh, read my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health, the chapter on air and, and oxygen. And also go to our website, qhiwellness.com, qhiwellness.com. Uh, Deirdre, thank you so much for being here with me joining me again today my pleasure and everybody have a wonderful day talk to you next Friday thank you for being a part of Dr. Peter DeVette Live we'll be here every weekday at 1 p.m. Central 2 p.m. Eastern 